0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing on this very fine day? You know what? You'd think at episode 132, having done this once or twice before, that I would have the intro so totally sewn up now, but I totally don't. Every time I start, this is about the fourth attempt I've made at doing this intro because it's really weird, but I, I hate doing that first bit. And then once I start and start talking, that's it then. I can talk for Britain, not a problem. But yeah, that first bit always gets me. So a couple of things I need to update you on. First thing is, and I don't ask very often, and I'm hoping you'll be very kind to me, that I'm just going to ask you straight out, if you haven't yet reviewed the podcast or subscribed or it's your first time, then please, please, please could you go over to iTunes and what you have to do is you have to find the podcast either by my name or Marketing That Converts. You click on the podcast and then you have to scroll to the bottom of that page on your phone and then that's where the reviews will be. And you hit five stars and then you add a comment and you write what you think of the podcast. I'd be so very grateful if you did that. I had a dream last night actually that someone gave me a one star and I think it was because I gave a wine a one star and the owner came back to ask me why, which I felt really bad about actually, but I just didn't like it. Anyway, um, maybe I have another one star for the podcast. I need to check now. But yeah, so if you wouldn't mind, that would be amazing, only because obviously the promotion of the podcast is actually a really hard thing to promote, as in, A podcast is like not an easy thing to advertise and get people immediately signing up and listening. So the reviews really help in my rankings and obviously the rankings help when people are looking for a marketing podcast. So if you do enjoy it and you don't mind spending three minutes today doing something for me, I would appreciate that so very, very much. Thank you. Okay, the next update before we get on today's interview, which is a good one, um, is that my 90-day program is reopening in September. Now, if you don't know what the 90-day program is, let me explain. So the 90-day program is for very go-getting, ambitious entrepreneurs, business owners that want to take their business forward fast. So you've got an idea in your head or you're going to do a launch, or you've just created something, or you want to create something, and you need to really step up and take the next level in your business. So you might have already been part of a membership, you might have already downloaded some courses, and you know what, it's just not moving fast enough. And I can tell you absolutely 100% why there's no accountability. So I have been in many group programmes I've been in amazing group programs with huge huge people as I've talked about many a time on the podcast. I have paid lots and lots of money to do these things, but they were group programs and therefore I wasn't held accountable enough and being like a petulant child that sometimes I am, I just didn't do the work, which obviously there that is not a smart move Teresa. You just spent all this money and and maybe you didn't do the work as you should have done. Anyway, the only person I consistently show up for to do with my own stuff is my coach, Mary. Because Mary sets me work, and I don't want to let her down. So I've been running a 90-day program now for probably the last six months, and I have had lots and lots of amazing business owners and entrepreneurs go through it. So people who have done their first ever launch of their membership and crushed it, like hundreds of members People who have literally had an idea and we've got it off the ground and launched it and sold it, and they've got people in their programs people who needed to start consistent content. And through the support of the 90 day program, they managed to create a podcast and start their new podcast. So this is really for people who are ready to take the next level. And the cost for this is higher than my academy, way higher than the academy, because part of the 90 day program is you get to be in a very small group of people. So no more than 10 in any one 90 day program, and then you get one-to-one calls with me as part of that program. So if you are interested, if you think this is something that you might want to do, the cost for this is $2,500, okay? And this is only going to be for this one program and for a matter of days that it's going to be at this cost because the cost is going to go up. But if you think you are ready to take the next step, if you're scared that $2,500 scares you, good. Because honestly, I only do stuff where I've put skin in the game, money on the table, because then I make sure I do the work. So if you're interested, head over to teresaheathwearing.com forward slash 90 day, not days, day. Okay. And there is a option to join the waiting list. And as soon as I open the doors and have my next intake of 90 day students, then you will be the first to know. And like I said, if the price scares you, good. I want people who are going to commit and do the work. I want people who are sat there thinking, I've got an amazing product or service. Why is no one buying it? Why can't I get in front of my customers? Why did the ads not work? Why is it that people aren't opting into my lead magnet? So if you're sat there thinking that's me, then this is absolutely for you. Okay, on with today's interview. So last week I shared the news that I'd got a new website and I had worked with one of my amazing academy members who is also a 90-day member and he has helped design and create my new website, which I love. So if you haven't checked it out, do go check it out. But I thought it would be great to have him on just to give some advice about sites, about some of those key things that you might be missing out on in terms of getting your customers who are viewing the site to actually convert to become customers. Did I say customers to convert to become customers? If I if I said that, I meant prospects. You know what I meant. Okay. So today I interviewed the lovely Ben Bellamy. Do you know what? I've just tried to read his bio twice and I mess up every time. I hate reading on the podcast. Let me try again. He is a WordPress website creator who designs creative and modern websites for entrepreneurs who want to raise their revenue and create customers. Ben has worked with a range of talented business owners on their websites and in turn has helped them transform their brands to position them as experts in their respective industry. There we go, finally got it out. Ben was an absolute pleasure to work with. He really did understand what I wanted from a website And I'm really happy to welcome him onto the podcast to give you some practical takeaway things that you can do for your website to ensure that it is converting those prospects into customers. So here is today's interview. So I am very excited today to welcome the very lovely Ben Bellamy to the podcast. Welcome, Ben.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. We're laughing because I just really <laughs> messed up and we just had to start again. Uh, and I said naughty words. So we deleted that so we could uh, spare your ears of my bad language. <laughs> um, so Ben is on the podcast today because as I said in the intro, I have been working with Ben to create my brand new site, which I told you about last week. And I just thought it would be great to get Ben on because I know that... And as I don't talk about it very often, but websites are crazy, crazy important. And actually, when I was doing the site and when I approached Ben and said, you know what, let's, let's bring you on and have a chat with, with each other about it. I've thought to myself, God, there's hardly any episodes that really address websites. So I'm really, really excited about today. But Ben, let's start off as I always do. Uh, and you know, because you listen to the podcast <laughs> and introduce yourself to my audience and let them know how you got doing what you're doing today.
1: Sure. Um, so, my name is Ben. Uh, I am a WordPress website designer. I work with entrepreneurs all around the world, helping them uh, with their websites and, in turn, helping them uh, raise their revenue and create customers.
0: Fab, and you did it so very succinctly, <laughs> which is wonderful. <laughs> um, so, obviously. In the days of social media that we are Mm. in now, when I first started marketing, which was a really long time ago, I remember people saying to me, do we really need a website? And it was like, yes, you really do. And now we get, well, we did used to get the, do I really need social media? And yes, you do. But it's almost had a really, all this amazing tech and this amazing social media we've got now, I think has almost had a negative effect on sites and the fact that people maybe think they don't need them anymore. Do you Mm. think that's the case?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's the same principle as um, we're told to build our mailing list because we don't own our own social media. And so um, for that fact, we should also very much be paying attention to our websites. Um, We shouldn't just rely on having social media. Our websites are our digital shop front. It's it's one of the best tools that we have um, within our sales kit. So we should be utilizing our websites. And not only that, but to attract people through Google as well, Um, if that's relevant to your business is also really good customer stream. um, So we kind of do, I think definitely at the moment, there's a lot of heavy focus on spending time on social media. um, And I think we definitely have to consider our websites as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you just said a couple of things there about it's your shop front and, and it absolutely is. And you know what, prior to COVID, I would have said for some people, well, actually you can get away with it because you physically have a shop front or that's not the way people find you or look for you or whatever. But the truth is now everybody is online, whether they think they're an online business or not, they need an online presence. And especially what COVID has taught us is we have to be flexible and quickly jump online and, and change things and move things and whatever. And interestingly enough, and I don't know whether you saw this in your business, but I know for sure it happened with lots of people that I spoke to, they went back to their web developers at that point and went, oh, I need to change this. I need to add this. I need to move this. I need to... Did you get much of that when that happened?
1: Massively. Over the last four or five months, I've spoken to so many different business owners who, um, a lot of them for the most part, have never done any kind of form of social media. Um, Lots didn't have a website. And most people were relying on word of mouth recommendations and regular customers and then of course lockdown happens and mm. they get to the point of thinking oh uh, my customer stream has suddenly disappeared i need to start thinking about my digital presence and so very much so i had a lot uh, a lot yeah. of that
0: yeah and i i did i saw it lots and i saw people adding e-commerce parts on their site payments and that sort of thing because they never had it before But for me, and the reason I want to do this episode so much is one, we've got some great tips later for a winning formula to convert people from just kind of visiting your site to actual customers, which is great. And and Ben's going to talk us through that. But I've always been a big advocate for having a good site because obviously inevitably one of the first things people do is they'll google you and even if they find you through a social media platform the chances are they're going to go and look at your site and for me it was so important that it looked good that it represented me well I didn't want someone to go to a site and think oh like she doesn't know what she's talking about and granted I'm in this space so it'd be pretty awful if I didn't have a nice site but i know i've gone to websites and i've been totally put off they could mm-hmm. be the best company in the world and i take one look at their site it's either out of date it doesn't work properly links are broken all these kind of things that really affect how good a site is and i've immediately gone no i haven't got time for that yeah. and you <laughs> must so... see that all the time yeah yeah
1: absolutely um I see a lot of disconnect between people's lovely Instagram pages and it's all very well curated. They've got their brand coloring, their fonts, everything's really nice Mm. and pretty. Um, And then you go to their website or even sometimes I will say people's landing pages, if they necessarily don't use a website, maybe they use a landing page tool. Um, There's a big brand disconnect. And so that really impacts the customer journey, um, especially as, People will follow you on social media. They'll spend time with you there. But when they actually want to buy from you, chances are they're going to be looking at your website and they're going Mm. to come back and look at your website and then they're going to look again. And so it's really important that probably the same amount of time you're putting into social media, you should really be looking and putting time Mm. into your website. I've known some business owners who will launch their website and then it will sit there for maybe one, two years and they do nothing with it. And it's, it's a living, breathing thing, really. You have to take care of it. Do
0: you know what? I'm so glad you brought that because I was about to go. Obviously, I've sat here like, yeah, I've got my lovely, shiny new website. It's very beautiful. <laughs> Ben's looking after it for me. But the truth was when Ben came, well, when we started working together, when I spoke to Ben, my site was sat doing nothing for about two years. And it was a beautiful site. And funny thing, I always got nice compliments on it, even yeah. up to like the last few months, but it didn't, it didn't work. It didn't represent me anymore. And, it, yeah. and that's again, like the other thing, because Ben and I have this discussion about, because the other thing that I need to tell you is that Ben's in the 90 day program with me and we'll talk a bit about that as well. But so in our discussions in the 90 day program, we talk about the fact of, people will see Ben's role and Ben's business as a project, right? As I did, okay? So I saw my website as, I need a new website. Let's just get this product done. Website's live, project's done. Don't need to think about it anymore and obviously <laughs> that's the problem that's why two years down the line I've got a website that doesn't represent me and who I am right now that doesn't show me off in the best light that I look at it and I kind of cringe because I've just paid no attention to it and actually Ben is working hard to re-educate me and in turn we're looking at how Ben's business can re-educate lots of business owners to say like you said that the site is a living breathing thing and actually, it belongs to us. It's very static. And when you do look at how much effort people put into their Instagram, into creating content, actually, the site gets forgotten about. And it really, really shouldn't.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's so important. Uh, And I think that people would be surprised, actually, when you look at revenue, how much extra money they would make if they invested some time and a bit of money into their website. Um, I think people would be really surprised at what they yeah. could uh, what they could achieve.
0: Mm. And one thing I want to say as well is that you know the listeners know that I use landing pages, okay? So when you go and check out the academy, that's a landing page. When you when you go and get one of my downloads, that's a landing page. Also, I'm really heavy on social media. So you might sit there. And when I look at my web stats, by the way, it's not like I'm getting millions of hits, right? So it's not like I'm investing in my site because I'm at a different level. I don't, you know, in terms of traffic, it's not as high as you would think. However, it's still really important. And I know it sounds like I'm kind of going... I do all this other stuff, so it's fine. But that's what I'm trying to say, that even though I do all this other stuff, which I do way more than probably the average business business person, person. because this is my world, but I still feel the need to invest in a really good site. Because like Ben said, you see a great social media profile, or you see a great landing page, and then you think, I'll go check this woman out. You put my new name into Google. One do I come out, which thank God my site is my name and it's very unusual, so I do. Um, and then you go to my site, and what if it's god awful? What if it's out of date and not attractive looking and doesn't represent me and things are wrong on it or broken links? That doesn't say Teresa's a professional, come and hire yeah. her or work with her or get her to speak at your event. That says, oh God, that's not great, you know, and, and is this person serious? So exactly. Yeah. So for me, that's why I wanted Ben on. That's why I wanted us to talk about this today because of the fact that honestly, there's certain things I suggest you invest in when you first start a business that, you know, I, I know not everybody agree with me, but personally it's brand and it's a website, you know, because those two really set you up completely in terms of you look like a real company, a real business. So, so Um, obviously Ben's just completed my site. So I just wanted to, uh, it's for you guys really just to get you to understand maybe the process we went through, what sort of things we looked at. So obviously I approached Ben and said, I need a new site. And we talked about what it was and what I needed, didn't we?
1: Yeah, we did. So a lot of it, obviously I, because I work with you um, in your academy and I've started your 90 day and I'm a listener to your podcast. So I know your brand, I see your brand, but I, no matter who it is, who I work with, I always like to make sure that I really do understand it because sometimes Mm -hmm. it's easy to presume and especially where people are uh, maybe putting out a certain type of brand and they may be planning to make a big change, their mm-hmm. goals are changing. So it's important to kind of sit down and sometimes ask stupid and repetitive questions that are kind of a bit like, well, shouldn't you know that? Because mm-hmm. you just don't want to presume about somebody that, that you really know what their plan is. So it's very much, a, the first session is very much about nailing down actually what the brand is, who the target market is, Um, And also what the, what your goals are, because that's really important because we're not just thinking about designing something for now. We're also thinking ahead to the future and where you want to be.
0: Yeah. And I worked a long time ago in an agency that did websites predominantly. And I would say the guys designing and building the sites, because we, because it was a big agency. So we had a whole development team, but a whole design team. And one that led to a bit of disjointedness because obviously the designers would often not think about what the developers could do and vice versa. But then the other aspect was they weren't marketers. And and honestly, that is so important because you could have the best looking site, you could have the most wizziest, amazing, techie, fancy pants site. But if you're not talking to your customer, if you don't understand me and what my objectives in my business are and who I'm talking to, then it would be pointless.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So so that was the first thing. The other thing I want to touch on is obviously one thing uh, that you're really good at is doing personal brand sites. So what would you say, if we've got people out there who are listening, who are personal brands, what kind of stuff are you thinking is really important in terms of having a site that is aimed or as a personal brand? Is it different to maybe a product site? Is it different to maybe a company site? What's your thoughts around that?
1: So, if you are a personal brand, you're almost probably doing some form of uh, core content or consistent mm-hmm. content. So, whether that—so <laughs> <laughs> um, so whether a podcast or um, a blog or a video series—and so whatever that content is, you obviously spend a lot of time doing it. So, it's important to actually highlight that on your website, even for new people that are seeing you for the first time that could be the very first opportunity when they're looking at your website Mm. that they get to experience your core content and then all of a sudden you've gained a new podcast listener that Mm. you wouldn't have had before so I think that's really important to definitely highlight that Um, I actually don't see that people doing that enough Mm. which kind of is when you put so much effort and time into something you really want to shout about it everywhere
0: yeah and actually that was a good point because initially my original well I say the original this is like before this new site. I've had about three or four different sites, but the last site I had on the homepage said nothing about my podcast. So unless you saw the podcast in the menu bar, and then eventually I changed it. So it just had a static image and go listen to the latest episode. Whereas in this one, what's great is obviously it shows the latest episode. It's really encouraging them to do those things. And also, like you said, make the most of that, make the most of my lead magnets, make the most yes. of all the different content that I've got going on because I do produce a lot of content and therefore you want people to see it when they go there. The other thing for me, which was a real kind of wake up call. And, I, and again, <laughs> I love doing this stuff because Honestly, I think sometimes people listen to the podcast and think you've just got it all sewn up, Teresa, it's easy for you. If flipping isn't, I get it wrong as much as everyone else. Uh, And I just, you know, my job is to make a mistake and tell you not to do it. But like, so one of the things that we did was we made a big change to the speaker page. Now on the original site, the speaker page was literally like a very short page. Teresa speaks, basically, (laughs) didn't say much more than that. And like one image of me speaking and Prior to working with you and having the site done, I was speaking to a very lovely lady who helps people get speaking gigs and whatever. And she went to my site and she was like, This is awful. (laughs) I was like, Thank you very much. And she's like, it literally tells me nothing. And she's I'm looking for credibility. So I then sent her my media kit, which I have, which is very beautifully designed and looks great and has all my stats on there and has all the packages and everything that I do. And anyway, I sent her that and she's like, why the hell is that not on your site? Like, and it, and mm. sometimes you need someone to say something like that for you to go, oh God, you're right. Yeah. Why isn't that yes. on my site? So when we worked together, one of the things that you did was was really turn that speaker page into almost like a mini site in itself, because it has so much on there in terms of a nice long page, lots of information. And then those key call to actions throughout the entire site as well, isn't it? To try and get them to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think this kind of comes down to accessibility. So as human beings we want everything now we want it tomorrow mm. we want to be able to go on anything really say you go out yeah. to a restaurant you want to know what food is on offer you want to know how much it is yeah. um, and so i think it's very much that in the same sense that you want to get as somebody looking to book somebody to do a speaking job mm. you would want to know all of the information up front as much as you can say And by the time that person has gotten to the end of that page, they should be sold on the fact that, right, this is the person, this is the person that I want for this speaking job. Even Mm. down to sales pages in general, every website should have a sales page. You should have a sales page for every service that you offer. Mm. And once that person's gotten to the end of that page, they should be convinced that you are the person that Mm. they should be booking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, it was a big... Oh, I was saying it was a big job. It wasn't. Ben made it incredibly easy. He luckily, obviously, Ben knows me and knows my brand, which would have helped those initial conversations. But obviously, he would have just had longer conversations with people that, who didn't know to get to the same level as where he was with me. So it was really easy in terms of the design. And obviously I sent Ben, and if you are having a site done, if you're thinking about having a site done, I sent Ben lots of other websites that I liked the look of and gave him Mm. reasons why I liked the look of them or reasons why that appealed to me more than something else or whatever. The other thing I did, which I think was particularly helpful, and Ben will tell you whether it was or not, is I gave him all my content before he even started. So literally folders of images, text for every single page. Maybe not like there was a couple of pages that probably weren't completely finished off. Or after you designed it, we we sort of decided there's a space here we could do with some text. But you pretty much had everything up front. And And having done websites with clients a long time ago, that's got to be the way forward, hasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You definitely hold the award for the most organized client Yay! that I've had so far. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> it is just such a dream to have all the content Um, before Mm. you start. And I really, really try and push this. Uh, I don't like to use the word mandatory, but it's um, the content writing, especially if you're doing it yourself, I would always recommend collaborating with a copywriter if you can Mm. afford to do so. But writing about ourselves is hard. We Mm. find it really easy to talk about other people, write about other people. But when it comes down to us, naturally, we find it difficult. And so in my experience, I found that getting content from people tends to be Um, It can be the longest or the most difficult thing. Mm. It also is important to have as much of the content as you can do beforehand because it's my job to look through that and go, okay, well, actually I can see what you're trying to say here and I need to then represent that visually in a way that um, you necessarily wouldn't have thought of. That's kind of my job to pull that apart and put it back together in a way that represents your brand and looks nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, I don't know how people do it without it, to be honest, mm. without having those assets there, because how can you even start to design or build a page when you don't know what's going on that page? And like I said, it wasn't like, you know, you did your first design and then that's it, you're done, you're not having anything else. We tweaked it and we changed it and we made it work where it needed to, just because sometimes when you see it in a site, you go, oh, actually, yeah,
1: that, it- that
0: isn't what I thought, or we ch- need to change the text or whatever
1: you can talk about things and plan things, but until sometimes you actually visually see it in front of you, the thing that you thought in your mind, yes, this is exactly what I want. When you look at it, you go, actually, that's just not right. So you never truly know until you see it. And that's the importance of um, working with a designer and having a good relationship and Mm. getting it to the point of being at a place where um, it's right for for you and it's right for the Mm. designers happy
0: and then the other thing i want to touch on uh, before we move on is i needed a site that could work for me in terms of and this was a discussion we had right off the bat in terms of like i said i change lead magnets all the time i you know i create new content that is a lead magnet or i create new content that i need to put on a site that or if i'm doing a challenge or i've got a webinar coming up it's like I, need, I want to use my site for that reason. I obviously, people are visiting the site and need to make the most of that. And I couldn't, I couldn't uh-huh. edit the content to do that. And then maybe that's half the reason why people think sites are just create it, leave it, because they, they don't have the accessibility that, that I've now got or the team's now got. And also having you, in terms of working with us going forward to do all those updates. Cause when Ben came to my site, literally <laughs> it was on its knees, like how it was still surviving. I don't know. <laughs>
1: that is probably one of the mysteries of the world, I think. About your <laughs> <old> website.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that, so actually I don't think this is something we've said, but I specifically deal in WordPress websites and, and your website is mm-hmm. um, on WordPress, the platform. Yeah. People don't realize that WordPress has actually gotten easier and more accessible over time. When WordPress first started, it was very difficult. You needed somebody who had the know-how in order to do, to make changes, to build it, to do stuff. Mm. Over time, people have created ways to get around that. And now I use a piece of software called Elementor Pro, which in its essence, is a website builder, which connects into WordPress. So Mm. it just means for the client there, it's so much easier for the client to go in and make text changes, make image changes, move things around in real time. Mm. Whereas before you would have really Uh, struggled in order to do that. So it's definitely a leap forward.
0: Mm. And I think I just want to touch on the fact of, as Ben said, my site is WordPress, always has pretty much been WordPress. The reason I stayed with it, and I didn't take it to Kajabi, because initially I did want to build my own site in Kajabi. But I realized that one, Kajabi, as much as I love it, you know, if you listen to the podcast, I'm a big, big fan and use it for everything else. But it couldn't do what I needed it to do as in like some of the plugins and things that I have that make my life easier. Kajabi couldn't quite do that because it was, it's an off the shelf thing. There's, there's not much manipulation you can do to it. And secondly, I didn't want to spend what would have been the best part of probably, I reckon three, four weeks full time. If I did nothing else, on trying to create my site because creating my landing pages, my sales page took me about three days. And, you know, granted, it's done now and I just replicate it when I need to. But the point is, my time is way more valuable than having to. Do that. And that's, gosh, I just realized as I said that, that sounds like, but your time's not Ben. That is not. What I meant no, but. At all. No. <laughs> I meant I would spend three weeks doing something that probably should have taken three days, but I don't have the skills and the expertise. Whereas obviously this is what Ben does full time. So if you're sat there thinking, well, I can't afford it and I don't want to pay for it, or it's not that important. I want to urge you to try and just shift your thinking on this because one, like I said, and, and like Ben said earlier, it's your shop window. It's your, like, this is your first impression to the world online obviously we've got social media that's great but it looks the way that it does because it's social media you know you can't change mm. the look of your facebook page or the grid of the instagram you know you can only sort of manipulate the content that you put in there your website is absolutely your your kind of hello people hello world this is who i am this is my business so i would highly recommend that you do invest that money the other thing i recommend that you do is that you go to someone like them that you have a site done by a person that does sites because there are certain things that Ben has brought into the site or that we use in the site that really help not only from a time-saving point of view, but also from a usability point of view. So you're listening to this podcast now and the link to the podcast will be the number of which the podcast is. So we use a plugin called Pretty Links and basically it enables us to do the teresaheathrowing.com forward slash and then whatever number the podcast is. So that plugin, that's great. I don't think I could have had that on another site, uh, on especially on my Kajab site. The other thing that Ben did, which I didn't do on my old site, and I wouldn't have done if I hadn't have gone to Ben, was I use Captivate to publish my podcast. Well, Captivate has a—is it a plugin, Ben? It is, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) see, this is how little I know about it. Right. So Captivate, have a plugin for WordPress. And that means I instead of like uploading the podcast to Captivate and then uploading it again to WordPress and messing with it in there and doing some stuff and, and basically giving myself double the amount of work, I've now saved that time or the team have saved that time that we don't need to do that. Now it's all in WordPress. We go into the site, we put it in, done, boom, ready to roll. So it's things like that, that someone Mm -hmm. who knows what they're talking about can look at it and be like, why are you doing that? Why are you like, tell me how you do that? Why would you do that? And that's the kind of thing you need. Whereas like, I wouldn't have had the expertise. And, And again, I don't want you sat here thinking, well, Teresa, you know, you're at a different level. You've done this longer, whatever, whatever. I've always had someone else do me a website. I have never, ever, I've never done my own site because I knew I wasn't good enough. And I knew that, you know, I needed that other person and that kind of involvement in terms of their skills, their ability and then one last thing I want to say on this, cause I'm literally taking over this podcast um, <laughs> is if you're sat there going, I don't want to spend the money and I can't afford it. I want you to think, and I said this in the group the other day that uh, in the Academy, do you know what your hourly rate is? Okay. So I want you, know, and I'm, I can hear, I can see you like going yes or no. Uh, so if you have just shook your head going, I don't know what my hourly rate is. I want you to work it out. I want you to think if I was charging for my time, what would my actual hourly rate be? And then times it by the number of hours you mess around trying to work out mm. to do something. And and honestly, and then look at, you know, even if it's like two, three, four, five thousand pounds, whatever it might be, you've just got to look at the time. And if you were charging your own time out, is that really worth it? And what difference will it make? So I get obviously some inquiries through the site, but I don't get that many because obviously I get lots of DMs and things. And already I've had a number of inquiries through the site from the site going live. I didn't tell you this, Ben. You know, I've already had a number of inquiries that have gone through the site, which maybe it was just easier for them to fill in the form. Maybe they could see it easier. Maybe I inspired them more. You know, Maybe they saw the content that they needed in order to fill in the form. So so yeah, I just think for me, I've just had a little rant there. A nice one, though. But seriously, it's something I've always paid for, no matter how much. And believe me, obviously, I started, well, you know my story. I started on zero with no money whatsoever. And and I had a site from day one because it's so important. So, so Yeah.
1: Important. It's interesting because I have obviously worked with a lot of different people over the times that I have, um, of the time that I've been doing this. And the people that have designed their own website or have built something themselves often have built it thinking about what they like.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's really important to remember that actually you need to be designing and building a site that is for your target customer. Yeah. Because if your target customer doesn't, doesn't like it, doesn't resonate, then it's not about you. As much as your website has to talk about you and show your brand, you have to massively incorporate your target customer into it. Um, And like you say, you should be spending more time. Your time is more valuable spending it on your own business and doing things into that rather than doing something that really could take you a really long time and actually could take a designer considerably less time. Yeah, I often say to people, you wouldn't have a cake maker build your house you would go to a builder, so it's the yeah. same thing that I like to apply here if you would employ a website designer or a web developer to build your website.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I can assure you it was way less pain than if I had done it because I could literally <laughs> put together the content, send it to Ben. He'd send me the site. I'd look at it. I'd send him some tweaks. He'd tweak it It'd come back. And we did it really quick. And granted at the time life had been a little bit difficult for me. So how we'd managed to do it. I think if, if I had been on the ball more or more available it would have been done in a matter of literally weeks wouldn't it and I yeah. think as it was it was only like something like six weeks in was it six weeks or something like that? I no uh, I, think, that. I think
1: I think it was it around six? that time I think it was about yeah. six weeks but I normally I generally like to keep it somewhere between two to three maybe four yeah. obviously life gets in the way but as a, yeah. as a kind of good mark um yeah. I often see people there are some projects that I see people talk about that go on for months and months and months, like six to eight months. And I just, unless we were talking, you know, a corporation level, humongous website, massive, I would maybe say, okay, I can understand that. However, at this level the people listening to this there's just no need for it to be um for it to be that long at all
0: no not at all not at all so okay so let's just quickly talk about 90 program we're going to give you these tips because obviously we're sat here and and don't get me wrong I will tell you my recommendation that I think you should go to someone However, Ben and I sat, are sat here knowing that not everyone can do that in the first instance. But at the minute you can, we want you to because it's mm. really important. But if you are doing your own site, and do you know what? Some people are good at this stuff. Like, I'm not. Like, we've got a couple of Academy members that fully do their own site mm. and they like it and they... Find it easy, and that's absolutely great. If that's their thing and it's good and it works, then okay. Obviously, I'm not going to suggest you go out and get someone else to do it if you're doing great. So, we have got some tips that will help convert your audience to customers so that you can go and review your own site. But I just wanted to mention the 90 day program because, like I said, we don't mention it very much. And by the time you're listening to this, the doors are currently shut and they're going to be opening again in September. So, Ben, why did you want to do something like the 90 day program?
1: So I wanted to do the 90-day program the moment that I discovered you. And just because I, I resonate to you, and now we kind of resonate together. Yes. And so when I looked at your stuff, and I looked at, listened to your podcast, I just knew that you were the person that was going to be able to help me take my business forward. Now, at the time when I looked at it, doing the 90-day program, wasn't um, within my budget because I really just started out. However, as soon as I have come to the point of being able to invest in myself, and that is the biggest thing is investing in myself and my business. So I know that the money that I spend, I almost certainly will be able Mm -hmm. to recoup that and much more. And I think almost in a way, it's a little bit the same as you've just said about Having someone on the outside do your website for you because yeah. of a different input, it's really easy as business owners to sit here and we're in our own business bubble, and we almost need someone from the outside to come in and go, Actually, maybe you need to be doing X, Y, and Z, or we need to be yeah. trying this. We need an outside perspective. And that for me, um, I just knew that I needed to invest in myself and um, to kind of take my business forward. And so that was the biggest reason why I decided to join the Nights the ninety day program
0: yeah and and you know what I love the fact that you talk about it investing because that 's what it is you know mm-hmm. over the years I have spent thousands and thousands on learning and developing and working things out because. When you come into business, you know what you do, right? Obviously you're good at that. You build websites, you don't need anybody to help you with that. You know what to do. But that doesn't mean you can run a business. That doesn't mean because I knew how to do marketing for other people that I could then because it's the hardest thing to do it for yourself, you know, turn it around. Or it didn't mean I knew how to do finance or manage people or you know, so sometimes, like you said, having that other person out that maybe has done it a little bit longer or has had some different experiences is a really good it's just a really good sounding board. And the other thing for me, the one thing, the one reason I love the 9th A programme is because we get to do some one-to-one work and that's what's really Great about that is because then we get to really deep dive into your business and who you are and what you do. And and although obviously I love the academy, and you've been on lots of coaching calls, and we do some great stuff on there, we can't spend a good hour talking about what your business is and what direction it's going in and what you need to do and how you can plan it and that sort of thing. So for me, that's what I love about it because I can I can really see the difference, and also what's great and what you're, you're about halfway through now, but what's really good about the 90 day program is because it, the price point is in the thousands. When I say thousands, that makes sense. Like it's 10 grand or something. It's not, it's about two and a half grand. So because it is at that point, I want people who are willing to invest because you won't then do nothing because that would be an absolute waste for, and, and the same with me. I, you know, I've talked really openly before that I spent 15 grand on something for James Webmore, and it made me feel sick, literally physically sick that I spent that money, but it meant I did the work because yeah. if I didn't, then well, what an idiot I would have been. So, so I think putting your money where your mouth is or some skin in the game, as people like to say, just means that you're going to do the work, which means you're going to have a better outcome. I'm going to yeah. have a really satisfying outcome because it's like, great. Look, so that's where Ben was this is where he is now, and we'll be able to see those changes so yeah it's cool i'm I'm really enjoying it, really enjoying it yeah me too. Cool. That's good. Okay. Let's get on with these tips for people in order to convert your audience into customers. So what's brilliant about this, you'll all be very glad to hear, is Ben is going to go through these tips one by one and explain what he means. But also he has a download that you can go and get all this. So you don't need to write furiously. You can literally just go to Ben's site and get this download for yourself. So before we start, and I will put it in the show notes, what's the link for the download?
1: so the link for the download is benbellamy.co.uk slash winning
0: perfect 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 okay so how many points do we have I forgot okay we have got eight points okay so let's get going then point number one
1: okay so amazing imagery your imagery on your website is so so important No matter what you do, what your business is, whether you're a personal brand, uh, even down to selling products. So, I would really encourage people to work with a brand photographer because they are so great at being able to take amazing photos that represent you really well and hit for your target audience. By having those photos, not only do you get good snaps for your social media, but for your website is so, so important. I think that although iPhone photos are great um, and they might be really good for Instagram, to take it up to another level, to have a brand photographer Mm. is a really, really good. It sets you apart from other people. So in turn, your customer is looking at that and hopefully Mm. they're going to see that level of professionalism through your images.
0: Yeah. And to be honest, it's not as expensive as people would think. I mean, I've had shoots before that cost me a few hundred pounds that were great. You know, so it's apps. Again, I know we're sat here going, pay for this, pay for this. And they're <laughs> like, all right, money bags. Um, but there's just these things that, you know, I see some people pay for some stuff and I just think that's just crazy, man. Yeah. Why would you pay for that and then not have the basics like, the website or the photos so photos yeah absolutely and one thing that was lovely actually is when I sent my file over to Benny was like oh my god like because I've had quite a few photo shoots I signed (laughs) so terribly vain but it literally was here's a million pictures of my face you pick which ones you like (laughs) (laughs) terrible terrible it's Um, great (laughs) okay number two
1: okay free opt-ins so I'm a fan of this We love a lead magnet. We love an opt-in. As we know, growing our mailing list is really important. We don't own our own Mm -hmm. social medias. So we want to be um, sharing this stuff really prominently on our websites. It's a great way to get people on our mailing list. And once they're on your mailing list, we're going to be able to cultivate those potential customers over time. Those potential, yeah, those people who could turn into your customers.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of that one. Really important. But again, having the ability to put those lead magnets or links to those lead mm. magnets on your site is important because lots of them don't. They just go straight from a social media thing to a landing page, whereas you're missing a whole host of people there, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Okay. A, a, Sorry, just go Just on. one thing, actually. Sorry. A great tip is to actually show... The um, the show the lead magnet so I know you're really good Teresa because you Mm -hmm. like to do a mock-up so if you go to Teresa's website you'll see she's got lovely clipboards with the front image of the lead magnet on there so if people can actually physically see the thing they're downloading they're actually more likely to want to have it and download it
0: yeah absolutely okay number three
1: so uh awards badges and social proof so for the same reason that when you go to an online shop and you will see um, logos for PayPal um, mm-hmm. and all those kind of lovely things, that instantly gives the user trust. So you want people to feel trust in you. So if you have any awards, I mean, mm-hmm. if you have any awards, you should be shouting about it anyway, because that's amazing. Um, yeah. So that's something that you should be showing off. Any kind of badges and also social proof. So anyone can kind of say anything about themselves on the internet but you need some evidence mm-hmm. to back it up so any kind of social media comments any kind of messages that you might get that people have given you permission to share um it's just really good to show that training and experience and show yeah. those results in that way
0: and actually what was interesting and I want you all to go and have a look at it as you're listening to this is um if you go to my site uh and go to the speaking page when I sent Ben my social proof, I sent it with the caveat of please try and make this look good because the problem with social proof is it obviously is like Instagram posts and Twitter posts and stories and, and therefore it's not consistent in look or feel or brand or anything. And I am all about the aesthetics. And um, so, yeah, so for me, I was a bit like, how are we going to make this look good? And he did a great job of adding in that social proof because like Ben said, you know, it's all well and good if I say, look, I'm brilliant. But if I've got a whole load of Insta story posts that say she was brilliant, that has so much more weight to it, doesn't it? Mm, Definitely. Okay. So number four leads nicely into kind of what we just discussed, number three.
1: Yeah, so testimonials, the same reason that when we plan to go to a restaurant, we look at the reviews, if we go to a hotel, we're looking at TripAdvisor, we're looking at the reviews, you really want to be including some testimonials. Again, it's a trust thing, we want to convert that customer, we want them to trust you, believe in you, and that happens from other people's experience. So um, really, really important. Again, if we can um, link through to some reviews that have been left on Google, or Facebook, or maybe an external place, that's really preferable, because a Mm. testimonial on a website, anyone can make that up, anyone can write that. So if you can externally link that out, that's really good.
0: And also, if you are having testimonials on your site, I'm guessing images are a great images a are great alternative, excellent you know so a photo of the person who gave the testimonial
1: and actually if you can get a video testimonial of people even that's better. even better because mm-hmm. you're literally hearing that person say how amazing you are so that just you couldn't really yeah. get much better than that
0: no exactly okay number 5
1: speed now this is one of my um biggest things Nobody likes a slow website. We're all impatient. If the Wi-Fi goes off for a minute, it's like hell on earth. So your website needs to be really fast, as fast as you can make it without compromising any kind of the design or the quality. You want to be looking at reducing the file sizes of your images, um, not using too many plugins if you're using WordPress. And if you are using WordPress or whatever platform you're using... Use the speed optimization that they offer um, because it's really, really important because um, quite simply if it 's slow, people are just going to go somewhere else
0: and Ben would have seen my face glazing over there. That's why I have Ben do my site not me, because I'm like, oh, I don't know what he's talking about. I, I know what it's like to be on the end of a uh, slow site and I do not want to be on it. So that's fine. As long as it's fast, that's fine. Okay, number six.
1: Uh, show examples of your work. So again, it's another evidence-based thing. Um, we're talking all about trust. People want to see and be able to put themselves in somebody else's shoes and be able to imagine the great results that you're going to be able to give them the best way to do that is to show examples of the amazing stuff that you've done
0: yeah absolutely and and they can be done in a variety of ways you know in terms of case studies or videos or you know social proof stuff so yeah i think that's a really really good one okay number seven
1: um linking to valuable resources so you're the expert in the industry. You want mm-hmm. to be um, shouting about all the great things that you use. You've probably picked up quite a few different tips and tricks and tools over your time of building your business. So you want to be saying to your audience, here's some things that I would recommend. And I think it's just a great way to really show potential customers that you know what you're talking about.
0: Mm, absolutely. And then finally, number eight.
1: So sales pages we've already kind of touched on this mm-hmm. if you don't have a sales page on your website you absolutely should go and work out what you kind of what you need to put on your sales page a sales page should convince the user by the time they get to the bottom that they want to book your services. You're the one for them. So some things that you would add to your sales page. And actually, if you go to Teresa's website, she does have an amazing lead magnet mm-hmm. about a sales page. Thanks so um, much. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so things like um, talking about the problem you solve for your customer, answering any potential objections, showcasing your testimonials, having clear calls to actions, um, and e- talking about the outcome that they'll have that will be amazing once they've bought from you.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. Those are great and all really, really important. One other thing I would like to add is your about page. Mm. Because funny enough, I was writing uh, the email, it's Wednesday recording this, and I was writing the email ready to go out. And, um, and I was just writing a few tips down in terms of websites, because so I don't talk about them very much. And one of the things I talked about was on the about page is, like, that's normally one of the most visited pages, because people yes. like to know who they're dealing with. They'd like yep. to know who is behind the business and whether you are the business and you're the face or whether you are, it's a product or a service that doesn't necessarily rely on your face, people still want to see that. And and I constantly see like no photos, stock image about pages that just go, we are this and we are that. And often they're not a we, it's an I don't ever be afraid to go. Mm. I, you know, if you are your business, then that's fine. If you have a team, then fine. But like, you know, it just sounds so generic. So one thing again, that we did on my site is I've literally written out my entire story and I wrote it. Like I did get someone to proofread it, but you know, I tried to be really honest about it, really honest about my journey, how I got to do what I do, why, why I chose to take that path, what's good about it, what's bad about it, what I do in my social life, which is mainly drink gin as you'll well know. But yeah, you know, it was really, really important for me to to make the most of that about page, because I know people are going because they want to find out about me. And then one final thing I want to add before we wrap up is, I was I'm approached a lot to get people on uh, for people to come on the podcast, and and I get lots of requests, which is very lovely. And there is a point in my new page about my podcast where you can click and apply to come on the podcast. Um, and we do get lots of requests and. I was very close to saying yes to this one lady, and so the team taking the application form, I review it with them uh, if we need any additional information, they get that for me, and then I obviously go through their social, I look at their site, I look at you know because I need to make sure they 're good i 'm not bringing on anyone on here you know this is really important, so I went to this person 's website, and i 'm obviously not going to tell anybody who and you know, I'll keep that very private, but I went to the site and the site was amazing, right? It was really, really good. It looked beautiful. It had all the photos. It was a really well done site. And I was like, yeah, sold. Great. She's coming on. So it gets closer to the interview and I can't believe I'm telling this story. It gets closer to the interview (laughs) and I'm going back through stuff to put, to submit questions because I always give questions to the person I want to interview. And or I review the questions they've suggested. Anyway, so I'm looking for questions. I'm thinking, right, what what are we going to talk about? What what actions am I going to get for the audience? And blah, 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 blah. And I went back to a site and I was like, oh yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? And then I tried to find the substance, right? I tried to find the actual, where's the consistent content? Where's the proof? Like, so I went and properly read the about page instead of just glancing at it, looking at beautiful it was. I read it. It told me nothing. I then went to the speaker page and it was actually my stepson who came in at the time. And he's like, there's no pictures of her talking like on stage. And I was like, oh my God, you're entirely correct. Like she'd got these amazing Instagrammable looking images. It looked fab. And yet not one single picture of her speaking on stage, although she said she was a speaker. And then I started to dig around on, on social media and whatever. And there was literally no substance, like none at all. And I couldn't, Cobble together questions for this woman to answer. So I made the very brave decision to go back to her after I said yes and say no, because of the fact that, you know, I just sort of said I'd reviewed things and it wasn't right for the audience. But the point was her website was so well done. I was swayed like that in a millisecond. Uh, and that's the difference. Now, obviously, for what I needed, I did my homework eventually and realized it wasn't for me, but I'm giving you that example, not to say, great, you can con people with your site, but (laughs) to say that's how much difference it makes. Like if I had gone to her site and it was, and it was terribly done, which actually would have been more in line with the kind of content was that she wasn't putting out there, then I would have instantly gone, no, she's not right. But the point was the site did look good. She had got great photos. She had, the pages were designed lovely. It was obviously really well done. And my first reaction was, "Great, this looks perfect." So literally on first sight alone, I was really impressed. And then, like I said, it's only because I had to put some questions in and do some digging and really research her, because obviously I, I need to know who I'm interviewing that I then realized there wasn't anything behind it. But does that help, Ben if I just like basically yeah, put people uh, laugh.
1: <laughs> no, but I think that comes back to having really great social proof. Yes. verified testimonials yes. um, and all that kind of lovely stuff. You want to back it up. Um, yeah. And so people can actually see that you are who you are. You are amazing. You do a great job um, and you've got the evidence to prove that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Ben, thank you so much. Thank Obviously, you for having me. My pleasure. I am going to encourage you all to go and check out my site, which is very beautiful and I love it. And also uh, go and check out Ben's site as well. And obviously I will link to everything in the show notes. So it'll all be there and you can go and say hi to Ben. That would be lovely. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ben.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Okay, there you have it. Hopefully we have given you some nice practical things that you can go away and have a look at your website and see how that's working for you. And if you need to make some tweaks... Obviously, I would highly recommend Ben. Like I said, he was an absolute joy to work with. So if you want to go check out his stuff, I have linked up to him and all of his good stuff in the show notes. TeresaHouthsWearing.com forward slash 132. Brilliant stuff. Okay, I will be back next week for a solo episode. And if you get a chance to go do that review, I would love you forever. Thank you so much, guys, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please do go check out com, where you'll find more amazing content to help you grow your business.